Hello and welcome to the most educative financial literacy podcast. It's an exciting time to learn financial literacy with Tumishe. Thank you for joining in. Stay tuned. Good day, everyone. So today we are having a special guest on our show. Um, her name is Janet Thomas. She's an author, a copywriter, and storytelling coach. She also runs a tech company that focuses on human capacity and skill development. So on today's show, we'll be um, learning from um, Janet how we can turn our skills to cash. So we are looking at from skills to cash, converting your skills to cash. So over to you, Janet. Um, let's hear from you. What do you what do you uh, understand by skills to cash, and then what's your approach to it? What's your what what, what should you what should others do? Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Michelle. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. So, um, like he rightly said, we are learning um about how to turn our skills to cash. So, first of all, I will start from the concept analysis. What are skills, and then before we proceed to how to turn our skills to cash. Awesome. So, um, skills are skills are learned abilities. Those are the things that you've acquired proficiency in as a result of experience, practice, or knowledge. So. Let me break this down. Skills are the things that you have learned to do as a result of practice or knowledge or you learned it somehow. It's actually different from talent. Talent is um, things or your inborn uh, things you were born with. That is your innate ability or inborn gift for a specific activity. For example, singing and all that. Some people know how to sing naturally. They, re- they didn't learn it from anywhere. Then, as a result of constant practice, it becomes a skill. Then all this, um, I will explain another concept before we move on, so that as I'm talking, um, you understand when I mention, anyone I mention, you understand what I'm talking about. Then hobby are the activities you do for your leisure or pleasure. It's not actually an occupation. So moving on, why do you have to, um, why do you have to learn how to turn your skills to cash? You know, this period that we are, people don't just depend on one source of income. So the skills that you actually overlook or the skills that do not, you know, call it anything. They can actually be what affect extra income for you. And that thing you think you know, maybe you assume that every other person knows it. Oh, there are people that are willing to pay you to learn it. So that's why you have to, you know, learn how to turn your skills to cash. Are you understanding? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm with you. Okay. And there's nothing that brings so much joy and fulfillment, you know, when you are giving value to people in exchange for cash. <laughs> <laughs> it brings mm, so true. much joy. Of so course. that is why you need to learn how to monetize your skills and then make money from it. Mm, so true. now profiting from your skills can be something you can do part-time or full-time. You can have a day job where you go to, you know, for, for your nine to five. And then when you come back or during weekend or any extra time you have, you use it for, you know, the extra, you use it for extra things, you know, that brings money to you. It can also be something you do full time, depending on how much you develop that skill, okay? And how much you can carry your, you know, your life expenditure at this moment. So I'm not asking you to leave what you're doing right now, maybe your job or your main occupation, 
know, learning how to combat your skills to passion, jumping right now. No, you need to go in with a plan. So, having put that aside, now we are going into the mountain. Now, on your journey to converting your skills to cash, there are actually three steps that you have to take. Number one is skill discovery, number two is positioning, and number three is now the monetization. We've dealt with the what introduction and the concept analysis of what a skill is. Now, in case you are, you know, you are in that group of people that you are so multi-talented, you have so many skills, you don't know which one to start, or you don't even know which one is your skill. Okay, you have to discover it first. Discover it first. Or if you have so many things to start, so many abilities you can do at the same time, you have to settle on one to start with. Okay, mm, then positioning means positioning yourself as an expert that people can just come to you to learn something from you. Step between the point of discovering your uh, skills and profiting from it. There's actually three steps that you have to follow. Number one is discovery, that is skill discovery. Number two is positioning yourself as an expert. And then number three is the proper monetization of the skills. You cannot monetize your skills if you don't know yet what your skill is or the one to focus on at any point in time, okay? Then people cannot pay you for the value you claim to give them if they don't perceive you as an expert. Perception is very important. So that's what we are going to be doing from discovery positioning yourself as an expert and then monetization of your skills you understand yes i do that's that's important okay so now i'm going over to how you can discover your skill how you can discover your skill okay. all right yeah so um i actually have three methods that i use for how to discover their skills but due to the time constraints we have in this um podcast I'm just going to run through it very fast. Like, I'm not going to go through the whole method. I'm just going to give a summary of it. So when you're listening to this uh, podcast, I usually ask you to bring out your pen and your paper or something you need to write with. Then take down the point. Very important. Take down the point. Yeah. And you can answer it at your face. Because I won't be waiting for um, people or giving you time to write down the answers to the question I'm going to be asking you. So I'm going to rush through it. Now, at the point of discovery, you have to ask yourself some questions. What are your main activities outside of work? Hmm. What are your main activities outside of work? List as much as you can remember things that you do outside of work. Now, which activities have you always enjoyed doing? But you have to stop because because you didn't have free time. That is the activities that you do that bring value to people. You're talking about the activities that you do or you have ever done that brought value to people. But you have to stop at some point. Maybe you got carried away with something else, or maybe you got a job and there was no more time to do it. What are those activities? Okay? If you're someone that people appreciate the way you when you pack your hair, or maybe when you, you know, when you pack people's hair, they appreciate it. You are good in hair, you are skillful in hair management and all that. Okay? You like giving people advice on how to manage their wardrobe and all that. You, 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 it might be nothing to you, but to others, when you do it for them, it brings so much value and they are so appreciative of that. Okay, mm, that's now true. write it down every single thing you've ever done that brought value to people and they appreciated you for that, whether you were paid or not. And when was the last time you lost track of time doing an activity? And what activity was that? When was the last time you lost track of time doing an activity? And what activity was that? Write it down. Now, which activities you don't need help to carry, you don't need help to do? Like, which of, which of your activities you don't need help to do? I don't know how to break this down further, but I, I, I hope you get understand of what I'm saying. 
activities you do that you don't need people's help to carry it out. You enjoy doing it. Yes, this is the way to put it. You enjoy doing it. Write to them. Then what do you like talking about the most? What do you like talking about the most? What can you talk on for hours without getting tired? What area or what topics do people consult you about the most? You see? People sometimes, we don't really know what we have. It's people that you know, they observe you and they know you are good at this particular aspect of life. Then they always ask your opinion about that. You understand? Yes. What is this that you always ask your opinion on? Write it down. Mm. Then, if money didn't exist, what would you like to do for pleasure? If money didn't exist, what would you like to do for pleasure? Hmm. What do you read about the most? When you get online, maybe you're looking for something, you were doing something online, and suddenly you see an article on that particular subject. You forget about every other thing you came online to do, and you start reading that article. What is it that you like reading about the most? Myself, I know what I like reading about the most. Okay. Anything about entrepreneurship, no matter what I'm looking for online, and I come across an article about how to start a business, how to build a business, you know, skills development and all that. I forget what stuff I'm doing online and I go over to read about that That's the point that you know your skills, the area of your strength. So that's exactly what we are trying to, you know, bring out. What do people ask you to teach about? What do people ask you to teach about? I know you you are someone that loves forex, okay? You teach about forex, you talk about forex all the time. And people approach you, you teach them about forex. And then when you talk about forex, you forget time, you know, you don't get tired. You can talk and talk and teach and all that. And so it. So true, I want true. you now, my listener, to think about that particular activity that you talk about all the time, that you do all the time, every time you have uh, you know free time. When people ask you to teach, you teach with all pleasure, whether you're paid or not. Mm. So write it down. And then you ask yourself, what kind of person am I? What is my personality? This question is very, very important because they are people doing the same thing, but they are coming from different angles because of their personality. Okay? Now, when you see an introvert or an extrovert doing the same thing, they might be doing the same thing right or right, but when they approach you to be different because of their personality type. So know your personality type, tell yourself the truth. If you're someone that is always quiet, you know, you talk gently, you talk slowly, that's, that's your personality type. Accept it, because it's going to give you your personal voice, okay? Now we're going to come, out, come to that when we talk about positioning. You need to have your own personal voice. So your personality type will actually help you. Your personality type will help you to discover your personal voice. Okay. Okay, great. Yes. Great. And your personal voice is very essential for positioning yourself as an expert. You have to be authentic. Okay? Yeah, yeah, got that. All right. So I'm moving over to the next point, which is positioning yourself now as an expert. Also. Awesome. Can I go ahead? Yeah, of course you can. Okay. Now, I have a formula for that. <laughs> Just listen, it might sound like a, an algebra to you, but it isn't. I'm going to explain it. How to position yourself as an expert. We have to position yourself as an expert. You have to have PV plus GV plus EP equal to CE. <laughs> PV plus GV plus EP equal to CE. Come again, okay, please. Okay, now I'm going to. Eh? Come again, please. P what? PV. PV, okay. Yeah, plus GV. Plus GV, okay. Plus EP. Plus EP, okay. Plus EP. 
Okay. Yes, equals to C E. Equals to P E, right? C E C T. Okay, T T. Okay. Yes. Okay. T for three. So what that means is PV means personal voice. I talked about personal voice before. Okay. Then GV stands for great value. Great value. Yes. Okay. And then EP stands for electronic publishing or your platform. Electronic publishing or your platform. Okay. Then TE stands for trusted experts. Hmm. Trusted experts. Yes. So what what this means now is, like I told you, your your personality type helps you discover your personal voice. Helps you discover your personal voice. Okay. Now, what do I mean by your personal voice? Your personal voice means the way you want to perceive you in your communication. As I told you, if you're someone that is maybe you're an introvert or you're a quiet person, you talk gently, you talk slowly. I want people to perceive you like that. It has to be consistent, okay? When we when we hear you talking, we want to know that you're talking. No? Today we are hearing you like you are in the, you know, you are a comic character. Tomorrow we are perceiving you are a very serious person. Next tomorrow we see you, you know, you are confusing your audience. You're confusing. The people you want to reach out to, so you need to be consistent with your personal voice. You need to know the kind of voice you want to use in addressing people, or the way you want them to perceive you. Your kind of person. Mm. You mm. want them to see you as a funny person, as a comedic person, as witty, or as a nice person, or as a serious person. You want them to see you as someone that you know. Anytime you are talking, they should bring their dictionary because you always speak grammar. <laughs> so you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very important. You it's need true. To have a personal voice. Okay? Mm. Now, when you listen to Mamanda speak, you understand? You know how she talks. Sometimes, if you're not there, you hear her speaking on television. You know, ah, she's the one speaking, you know? True. She's like an intellectual person. Now, when you hear basket mouth talking, you don't need to be there to know, ah, this person is basket mouth. Because of their personal work. For so you need to have your own personal voice. Are you someone that always tells stories when you're talking or when you're teaching people? Jesus always uses parables to illustrate. So have your best, have something unique about you that when people are not seeing you, they hear you talk anywhere, they don't confuse people. Then GV, which stands for give value. Give great value on, on give great value, especially on social media. Okay? Give great value, especially on social media. Know this age, so many especially in this COVID era, so many people on social media now, okay? You talk about Facebook, um, TikTok, Instagram, give people great value. If you're someone who is into the fashion industry, don't just see yourself as someone who is selling clothes. See yourself as a fashion company. So we are not just expecting you to come up every day and tell us to come and buy shares, buy trousers, buy all that. No, we are, you can tell us how to dress, you know, different types of dresses that fit different situations. You can mm. tell us about color combination. You can teach us how to care for our clothes, the correct ways to iron clothes, how to make your clothes last longer and all that. Mm. So now, we are getting that consciousness that if you can just go beyond selling clothes, to tell them about how to maintain clothes and all that, and you must be an expert. You must have been doing this in a very long time. Now, it doesn't really matter when you started, okay? It just matters how much value you want to give up and how you want people to receive, okay? So, that is very important. You must give value. Give value. You know about selling, 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 you know, ask your friends or your family to come and buy what you're selling. Always give value. If you're someone that is in the food industry, Tell us about school, teaching. Tell us how we teach. This is our productivity. 
how our food, food we keep and protect our health, all those stuff. Just tell us, you know, foods that we are not yet aware of, you know, foods from other culture and all that. Just make it more interesting. Give great value. How to store our food and all that. All right. So yes. you need to, you know, learn how to give great value. And for you to be consistent, very, very important. Not today you come, tomorrow we won't see you again. Very important that you be consistent. So to help you to be consistent, you can have a content calendar where you, you know, plan out how your week is going to be on social media, how we are going, to, how you are going to show up. Hmm. So now you may ask yourself, you are not, maybe you are not someone that is really or into all these social media. Things. You don't know what to write and all that. You don't know how to put. Now, I've told you before, whether you are a public speaker, you are a website developer, or whatever it is, there are certain people that will always come to you ask your opinion on them, ask your questions or something. Now, if one person can come to you and ask you that question, there are hundreds of others that don't know that thing, that would have lots to ask you, but maybe they don't have a they can't approach you or maybe one thing or the other and then if you take the initiative and bring the solution to that of that particular issue or problem before we are where they can you know see it and assess it they will be so happy they will yeah. be so happy so for you that are um, know what to talk about or know how to do it you know you have to um bring out values on the kind of questions that people ask you write about it the things that you have experienced also give it out to people as great value that will really really appreciate and don't tell yourself that you are not yet an expert you know what to do the earlier you have given out the value the earlier you have given out the value the earlier you have given out the value True. There is there is a saying that says that um, knowledge is currency. So and yes. it says if what what he says what you don't know is superior to you. So if somebody else knows it, the person is superior to you. You have to you know, learn. Either you are paying for yes. it or you are getting yes. it for free. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. It's, it's like a triangle. You know. At the apex, you have the barbers, the experts, you know, the recognized men and women that we are hearing their names. At the middle of the triangle, at the intermediate, and at the base of the triangle, is the beginner. Now, there are multitudes of people that are below that beginner. They don't even know where to begin. Mm. Okay. So what I'm trying to say is, some people will tell themselves that they are not yet experts, that they are not qualified to, you know, turn their skills, that skill they know, they are not qualified to turn it to cash. You understand? They are not yet qualified to sell their expertise. You see them giving out that same skill to others for free. And you wonder, why is it that these people keep coming back to me to you know, make use of my knowledge, what I know, and you are not monetizing it? Mm. It's because they have still value in you. But one thing is, if you don't place value on yourself, nobody's going to place value on your skills. If you don't place value on your skills, no one will place value on it. And then this, um, your skills can be uh, 
we can illustrate it with um, a triangle. Here at the apex, you have those that are already recognized, those that whom you are looking up to. Okay, those people that you yourself we call experts. Then at the middle of the triangle, we have those that are on the intermediate space. Then at the bottom of the triangle, we have the beginners. Now you might be at the beginning, you might be at the beginners level, but there are multitude of others that are way below you. They are just trying to come up to the beginning aspect. You understand? True, the true. beginner level. You have to pull them up. Then you are an expert. It doesn't matter that you are not yet at the peak of the triangle. Okay? Yes. So they are willing, if only you can be willing to monetize that value, you can be willing to monetize that, they are willing to pay you for it. Okay? And then it will also help you to have the skill to move up higher in the triangle scale. Because from that beginner stage, you are expected to get to the intermediate. From the intermediate, you get to the peak. Now, if you don't have those that are below you, that are looking up to you, that you are pulling along, you know, there is no way that you will get motivated. Just remember where you are. So that is why um, I, I just said that to say this. You don't have to think that you're not an expert before you start monetizing your skill or before you start conducting your business. So we are just, I'm just going to move ahead to how to monetize your skills properly. That would be great. That would be great. Yeah. How to monetize your skills or how to convert your skills to cash. Okay? Yes. The easiest way to do that is to productize your skills. Okay, now. I'm going to break it down. Just I'm talking to my audience now. I'm going to break this down. So, you might have physical products or you might have online products. But okay. the most important thing is that you need to have a product. You need to have a product. Okay. Now, it might be physical, like maybe physical training, physical workshop, where you gather people to train them on that particular skill. Okay. It might also be something like a product. Maybe uh, you have to sound. The skills I'm talking about are not just digital skills. They are also maybe skills like what our people call handwork. You know how to make shoes. You know how to make pass. You know how to make or bake cake. But you are afraid maybe that people will not personalize you once you start. Or how do you even start? How do you convert your skills to um, cash? There are many ways you can do that. You can decide to start teaching others how to bake. Or you can decide to, you know, start teaching others how to bake. Yes, quite all right. Maybe online or offline. Whatever way you want to. That thing you are doing is your product. It means you have to sell. You can tell you have to sell. Now, when I think about products, you can have digital products like you do. You can do webinars or you can do master classes where you organize, you know, get people to teach them, they'll pay you. Teach them how to do what you do or how to gain that knowledge of what you do and they pay you. Or you can have physical training, okay? If you're teaching people, if you're into the agricultural sector, maybe you want to teach people how to start speech on, or how to, you know, farming or any kind of thing. Sometimes you have a physical workshop, yeah, they see you, they touch what you're doing. If you're teaching people how to do makeup, it can be done online, but it's done physically, where you organize the people, they see how you are doing the method something, they are learning it, looking at the product, seeing how you are doing it. So that's one way of doing it. Then monetizing your skill what can be as simple as looking around you in your environment, seeing the problems that your skill can solve and creating a business system around it. For example, if you're someone that is into the food industry, you know how to bake, you know how to Okay. Now you look around you. The restaurants that are around you, what are they not getting right? What are they not getting right? 
environment they serve the people in. Can you ask any extra something to it so that if you decide to start up that particular business, okay, can get traction immediately, you can get customers immediately. You don't have to learn a new skill from the mass. You can just learn something that you learn at home. As people as knowing how to make food, people that don't know how to make food, and if you can make and sell, they will buy. You know, mm-hmm. package it very well. The guy online I know, he bought the sober king. Okay, now maybe he likes that as well. Who knows? But it's something that you just know an ordinary skill, a normal skill. But he's using it to make money. Asking for that skill is, but he packaged it so well that if you see it, even if you don't want to bring sober, you don't know what to do. You are not testing, you testing. You can be baking, you can be frying, maybe granules, maybe chinching, or whatever. You can try to break this down to the fairest minimum, okay? True. Now, see how the people around you are packaging their own, see what they are doing and what they are not doing. Can you find a way to make it better? How you get that to do this? Now, if what you are doing is something like maybe um, you're doing a physical, something that can be done online, maybe something you can save from something you can do as master classes. Then go ahead and do it. Go to the store or you can go further and link it to any of the SDGs. You know, the open source, that you are using natural resources to produce your own clothing so that you know the environment is good. That place, all those things. That's the market for the market is very well. Okay, and then come online and start the YouTube value. Play on the fashion industry. You try, you try, you can find out people that want to learn how to do, want to learn how to set up their own fashion company. From what that the product around have a physical location where you produce the where you do your fashion stuff, you produce clothes and people buy, you can sell your clothes online, you can choose to train people offline, you can choose to train people online, you can choose to organize master classes or webinars, you understand. Mm-hmm. About you can create a course, you understand, eight of the of, of, of writing books, eight of marketing books, you understand. Um, we are talking about now how to monetize your skills. So I told you that monetizing your skills you can choose to monetize it online or offline. But the most important thing is that you have something to sell. You have something that people can exchange for cash or for um for cash, yes. That people can pay you for. So if you're 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 trying to set up or you're trying to turn your skills to cash offline, maybe you are someone that's into the food industry, you want to start up your own restaurant, or maybe you are um you are selling um you're making cake, you're baking cake, it could, it could be as simple as what you learn at home. What your mom or your dad taught you, okay? You want to set it up. You can set it up. For example, if you're from somewhere or um, yeah, your mom or your dad taught you simple things like how to make sobo, how to bake, how to fix cars, how to do all that. You understand? You can actually package it well. See how the people around you are doing that same business and then know what else you can add to make a difference. Okay. Now yeah. I told you that I know someone who is into um, online who does who makes sobo. He's called the Sobo King. 
Now, you can say it's a very simple skill that everybody should know how to make soap, but it's not everybody that knows how to make soap. And if there's just someone that makes it so well and package it, they are willing True. to buy it. True. Not you learn at home or things that you need. That? Not even everybody has the time to make Zobo. Yes, not even everybody has the time to make it. But if you make it very well and package it, they will buy. Yeah, that's true. Yes, that's they will buy. I know one lady online too who makes cake. She's so creative. Like if you see her cake, it's not like the ordinary cake. Sometimes she will make trolls, you know, all these beautiful things that we admire around. She will use it to design her cake. Everybody wants to order cake from her because you know that once you order cake, she can do so, something that is something so unique. Yeah. Something creative. So just add creativity to whatever that normal skill you have. That thing you are calling nothing. Even if you learn how to make soap, detergent, creams, and home, add creativity to it. And you will discover that you won't be looking for customers, you won't be looking for them. And like I told you, from one skill, you can create multiple streams of income around it. Okay? True. Now, for example, if you're someone that knows how to soap, you can choose to upgrade your skills and then, you know, open up a fashion company. Yeah, if you want to open up a shop, physically, fine. Yeah, you can choose to open up a shop that is a physical location. Yeah, you get people to train them on how to do what you do. You can make clothes and sell them um, in exchange for money. You can train people, webinars, masterclasses. You can also create a course on how to start up a fashion company. So you speak from one particular skill, you can actually create multiple streams of income around it. Another example is if you're an online marketer or a social media strategist or a social media media manager, there are people who have physical businesses that they would like to bring online, but they don't know how to do it. So you can go around to the people you know or the companies you know offline, or you can actually place your apps on radio stations, you know asking people that you offer such services to offline businesses that would like to bring to have online presence that you can help them start up and in exchange for value people are willing to pay you for that hmm? that's true you can also if you're someone that knows how to run facebook adverts and all that aside from placing your services on facebook and other social media asking for clients and that you can actually place your um, adverts offline on televisions, radio stations, or blogs, asking people that if they need your services as a Facebook um, uh, um, advert manager, they can contact you. There are many people that would like to advert, uh, advertise their businesses digitally, but they don't know how to go about it. So, can please, on one skill, if you can creatively think of ways, you find that there are many and uh, many um, channels of income that are surrounding just one particular skill to think. So, you can also start by offering what you do for free of charge, especially if you're someone that is just starting off. People don't really know you. You do it to build your portfolio. So that once a client contacts you and asks you for a portfolio, so that he can see what you have done in the past, you can be able to produce one. And also, anything you are doing, document the process make sure you are documenting the process because this, that from that process i'm going to create a system that will make it easy for somebody to use mm. whether you're there or not now yes yes we understand okay so you've done all this you've done all this you've done all this whether you're online or you're offline and you like 
to create a product or a digital product out of what you do or out of your skills. You can choose to do ebooks, create ebooks. I've said that before. Um, you see people creating ebooks on A to C of formatting, A to C of writing, A to C of doing this. Yeah, you can teach people how to do what you do. There are many people that don't know how to do it. If you're a carpenter and you want to teach people how to do carpentry work, you can write it in a book. Okay. Maybe after your training, you ask them to buy it, you know, to further their knowledge. That is another source of income. Yeah. Then yeah. ebooks can be created on. Don't tell yourself you're not a writer. Anybody can write. There are even apps online that can translate what you're saying to written words. So just look for them and download. So if you don't have time to write, if you don't have time to type online, you can be talking, speaking, and the app will be writing what you're saying. At the end of the whole thing, you edit it and put it together. It becomes a book. Then you can organize webinars. Webinars are online seminars. It can be Facebook Live, Zoom, YouTube Live, or Instagram Live, whatever. Okay. Webinars are usually online seminars. You can organize master classes. Now, master classes are like webinars, but they are different in the sense that they last longer and they are more expository on a particular niche. For example, webinars can teach you how to start up on a catering business. Now, master classes teach you in specific. I want to teach you how to make it. So they will start from telling you what ingredients you need to go to the market and buy, how to price it when you go there, how to buy it in bulk. You know, they are more detailed. Okay. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will give you another example now. Webinar can be something like how to go from skills to towards cash. I was telling you generally how to go from skills to cash. Like, I'm giving you so many ideas that you can pick any one of them and run with it. Okay? Now, assuming it's a master class that we are doing now, I will not just tell you how to go from skills to cash. I will teach you how to take one particular skill and convert it to cash. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. I might teach you how to learn. Um, how to publish on Amazon. I might teach you how to profit from copywriting. I might teach you how to how to run um, um, um what is it called? Yes, you are you are into correct. Okay. Now the one I will teach you you will teach the person, not me, because I don't know anything about forex. <laughs> you will teach the person how to start up work forex trading. So that one is more expensive than webinar. Then you can still go ahead and have offline training. Offline training. Where you teach the person to actually uh, hands on workshops and all those. They are, they are, they are just so many avenues. So I, just, um, I think this is where I will stop. Okay. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. You've really done justice to this topic skills to cash. And I'm sure every listener have you know jotted one or two things down especially those who don't even have idea of um, what their skill is all about we've been told that you need to write out the, the activities you do you know outside your work you need to um you know keep track of the last time you were you were working and you were not even tired so what what particular activity were you doing that you're not even tired so those are the ways you discover your skill you know i'm just trying to summarize what our speaker has said she also said that um you also need to know what you like talking about you know what you like talking about or what people come to consult you for 
So these are the ways to discover your skill. And um, for those who already have a skill but don't know how to monetize it, you can start by you know putting your face out there, putting your brand out there. And she gave us a formula: PV plus GV plus EP equals to TE, which is your personal voice. Because you have to blow your trumpet, you have to make the world know what you do, and also GV yeah. plus your great value and plus your electronic platform. You need to use your social media platform for something great, like putting yourself out there, not that for you to just be putting pictures without contents that make people to know what you are doing. And also, uh, trusted expert. So you must position yourself as an expert. <laughs> Thank you very much. This is really great. I know that each and every one of us who have listened to this have, have been have been impacted one way or the other. Thank you, Thomas, um, Janet. Um, we appreciate you for this uh, for your time. We appreciate you. Thank you very much.